Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia. And the Bills, for the sixth consecutive week, will trade a win with a loss. And they fall to 5-4 and four on the season. The Bengals are a bugaboo team for this Bills squad. They don't have answers for this team. It's too inconsistent overall. Not enough complimentary football. It's the old cliche in order to win, you got to stop yourself from losing, and we didn't do that tonight. I know Bills fans today kind of need a hug. Mike Danger. I can make the argument, Gino, that Lou Anarumo is a better defensive coordinator than Sean McDermott. Team Bataglia. I feel like I, I have to defend McDermott here. Yes, if you're just kind of saying by the record they're the same whatever also i would kind of point out kind of helps that you have a joe burrow on the other side joe burrow do you think joe burrow just dreams of like touchdown victories i don't think that dude dreams about football whatsoever like he's that cool we're all here licking our wounds on a blame assessment monday 95 7 fm and am 950 the fan rochester happy hour in the sports bar with danger and bataglia thinking about it gino you and i were both right we both had the bengals winning on Sunday. Nobody cares when you're right, but I think this lends itself to uh, a bigger conversation about the Bills and how we view this team moving forward. I know there are going to be people that pick Denver to beat the Bills on Monday. That the Bills are now in this, this space where they aren't playing well enough to deserve to be considered, to, for any opponent to, to deserve to be considered an easy opponent. No, nothing's easy. Um, can we say Monday night then, next Monday night, is a must win? Oh, I, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you could say it, technically, well, you're not eliminated. No, but when you consider you have, do you want me to rattle them all off after that? You have Philadelphia and Kansas City and Dallas and the Chargers and all these other teams that you're not going to be able to beat them all. You've got to get the next two. You've got to get... Denver, you've got to get the Jets. Get your next two home games. Let's see what happens with Philly. Because look, there's something that crossed my feed uh, this morning. It was on uh, Get Up, and the graphic just read, is the Bills' season over? I'm like, stop. Well, I'm always a critic of any league that has all these playoff teams. But guess what? The AFC East gets a representative in the postseason, okay? So that's the way to go. Don't worry. You may not have a path to the wild card, but somebody is going to win the division. I can guarantee that someone will win the division. Yes. It's either going to be Buffalo and it might be the Dolphins, okay? And like you said way back when, that's going to come down to Week 18. Yeah, that Week 18 game I think is still, like we said it before the season started, I believe that that will still be the game that it all comes down to. And maybe the Jets make a little run at it here uh, with the, you know, 
their defense playing the way that they're playing. We'll see how they look tonight. I don't know that I see uh, the Jets beating the Chargers tonight, but you know we'll, we'll be entertained by that. And there's, of course, AFC East implica- implications there with tonight's Monday Night Football game. Yeah, breaking news here. Ow! 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 It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. Sean McDermott's press conference, which was to start at 4, it moved to 4.30. What's going on? I don't know who asked this question, but I'd like to shake that person's hand. Are there any changes to Ken Dorsey's status, and will you consider making a change? You want to guess how McDermott answered it? No. That's exactly it. One word, no. <laughs> the uncomfortable silence. <laughs> My money's on Graham. He went Rod. there once. <laughs> yeah. I think he'd go there again. My money's on Tim Graham. Uh, yeah, he's not answering that question. And he's not going to make a change. Not in the middle of the season. And as much as everybody can be frustrated, the offense is... Catalana said they stink. He's right. They They aren't performing at optimal levels. And that includes... Everybody. That's not just the offensive coordinator. That's the offensive line. I mean, geez. How many times do you see Spencer Brown just get beaten? Just get spun? Just in a blender? There's one play like, oh, here, you. would you like me, Josh? Let me walk you <laughs> on over. Unbelievable. Yeah. But you need more out of Gabe Davis. You need more out of your out of your skill position players. You need more out of Josh Allen. I know, you know, he had a decent game. The interception didn't cost him any points. You need better out of Josh Allen. I love what you said at the start of our show, Gino. I, I think you well, should repeat it, it. Okay, so what I said at the beginning was, because people will point at McDermott and people will point at Dorsey. And if you'd like to join us, you can join us. 866-4-FAN, 866-4326. But the person that has the most power in this organization, outside of the owner, is not Sean McDermott. It's not Brandon Bean. It's number 17, Josh Allen. And if Josh Allen wants to evolve as a leader, I'm calling on him to wield his power. All right? When he gets up to the podium, he was being, I guess, honest in a way last night when he was asked about the, the game plan, saying he didn't quite understand it. Well, no. You should understand it, and you should say every week, this is what we're going to do, and that is run up tempo, run the three wide receivers, and have me. And this is on my shoulders. I am the quarterback. The great athletes of our time do this. Kobe Bryant did it. Jordan did it. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. All right, and I'm putting Josh Allen in the category that he hasn't earned yet, but you know how those other guys got there? Because they saw something wrong, and they pointed it out. And anybody who watches this Buffalo Bills team can understand there is talent on that side of the ball. You have one of the top five quarterbacks. You have arguably the best receiver in the game today. He's playing at at a great level, Stephon Diggs. And you have one of the best young receivers in the game, too. So what is it? You need to take control, Josh. And if that means telling your head coach no more talk about complimentary football. I wonder if, oh God, speaking of, I mean, if you want to watch Gene's head explode, listen to this bite from yesterday. I, I, I shudder to play you some sound bites from after, from the post-game press conference because it's a lot of the same of what we keep hearing. These guys are indoctrinated by Sean McDermott at this point. Listen to Josh Allen parroting Sean McDermott. Just finding a way to get into a rhythm. Um, come out in the opening drive, 
had some success moving the ball. I obviously hit a low there and didn't score really to, to late in the fourth. We had our opportunities, didn't score before half, um, didn't get six on the first drive of the second half. That's not complimentary football, you know. Oh, you got to double gosh. dip and, and get to points there and um, give yourself a chance, and you know. And it's the old cliche in order to... To win, you got to stop yourself from losing, and we didn't do that. Tonight. So, yeah, I, what you're saying about Josh Allen, I don't know that he has it in him. I, I really, I like, don't. Right. I, we hear he's a competitor. He's harder on himself than anybody. If anything, what I re- remember Diggs in the off season doing what he did, right, showing up to mini camp and chesting up McDermott and being sent home, and cooler heads needed to prevail. If anything, I view that as like, all right, Diggs is doing it because somebody has to do it. And Diggs kind of laying out the groundwork like, Josh, you can do this. This this can be you. Not you getting sent home from minicamp. Not you creating waves or being a problem. But you saying, I am this competitive. I want us to win that badly that I want everything to go through me. Now, I don't know. Here's what we don't know. Because we, we have a sense. Peyton Manning, brilliant, smart. Tom Brady, pretty smart when it comes to football. Patrick Mahomes, he's collaborative. He's working with his guys. He works with Andy Reid. Andy Reid's smart, offensive mind. You mentioned Kobe. You mentioned Jordan. I mean, these guys. Okay, can we go back to Mahomes? Yeah. Because Mahomes' instance, and this, is a, this isn't when it comes to game planning, but he overruled his head coach in a playoff game. I'm going back in. I'm going back in. We wouldn't have known that if it weren't for the quarterback show, but when he said, I'm going back in, like, oh, okay. Does Josh Allen have that in him where he would go? I I think there's probably a lot that we don't know or we don't see or we don't hear. But in closed doors, in the meeting rooms, when you're you're working on your game plan for the following week, I mean, if if you're Josh Allen at this point, you have to be like, look, I don't care what your game plan is. We know what works. He keeps saying the word rhythm constantly. Get us into a rhythm. We got to get into a rhythm. If that means hurry up, then fine. Run hurry up when you need to run hurry up. You don't have to do it all the time because I get it. You can't. It's not no, sustainable. but you can run Josh Allen. This, oh, you got to protect him from hits. You got to do. He has to know the rules of the road, certainly. And you did see him slide last night. And that was back in week one. But since that point, Josh Allen has had it drilled into his head. No, no. Running, running. Bad, bad for a quarterback. No. Get him moving because you know what that does? That fires everybody else up on the offense. That gets defensive backs. That gets everybody kind of looking around. What should we do here? I, the funny part here is Sean McDermott was asked now, like, okay, what's going on with the offense? The Bills got away from up-tempo offense because we wanted to run other styles of offense. No! Stop with the complimentary football BS. I wish I could say that word, but we're on the radio. Complimentary football is used when you're talking about a superior opponent. When you're looking at an offense like Cincinnati or Kansas City, and be like, oh my gosh, how do we slow them? Well, you know what? The defense can't do it on their own. The offense needs to stay on the field longer. How many times have you heard that as a football fan? By the way, you know what the Bengals did last night? They played complimentary football. Their offense owned time of possession in the first half. You weren't able to get into a rhythm because you didn't have the ball enough. The Bengals beat Sean McDermott at his game. Zach Taylor played complimentary football. It's not like the the Bengals' defense features any world beaters. They just weren't. They were fresh. They weren't on the field hardly at all. What does that even mean? We want to run other styles of offense. 
okay, it ain't working, Sean. You know what style of offense I like? The one that works. Yeah. Like, it, how did you go from the first drive? Okay, this is going to be one of those nights. I'm thinking this is going to be like the Dolphins. Point, That's what point, I was point, thinking, point, yep. point. And, uh, and then you figure it out at the end. Well, let's kind of hurry this up and let's get going. You now, now this is a problem because I thought we would be over this at this point. Like we would have been past this danger. You've had how many hiccups here? We're out of the month of October, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, the, there's still a lot of football left to be played. You mentioned it. The Buffalo Bills, it, it, somebody is going to win the AFC. Somebody is going to win that division. And it might come down to that final week of the season. It might come down to week 18 uh, against Miami who continues to struggle against teams with winning records. It's the next two weeks, and uh, you know a lot can happen between now and that Philadelphia game coming up here. Between now and your bye, a lot can happen. Todd writing in. Your Josh Allen take about stepping up is spot on. Josh needs to step up and speak up. If he went out to reporters, and it won't be Wednesday, it'll be Thursday, everything's a day later because of Monday Night Football, and said... I want the offense this way. The whole fan base would be behind him. But you don't want that divide, I guess. You don't want to make it Allen versus McDermott. You do this behind closed doors. Yes. You do this behind closed yes. doors. You and do it the and right by the way. way, if you're Josh Allen, you got to recognize, man, unless you're wrong about the guy that you endorsed to be your offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey was hired. They did the right thing by hiring Ken Dorsey. They hired the guy that the quarterback wanted. They wanted... Dorsey, the quarterback's coach, to be the next offensive coordinator when Brian Dable left for New York. I, I applaud that move. They they weren't arrogant enough to think that they had the right guy in mind. I, I mean, I always joke at the, the, the organizations, oh, the guy that we wanted was here under our nose all along. Well, he's the one that the most important por- person in the franchise, as you've dubbed him, wanted as the offensive coordinator. Well, now you can help salvage Ken Dorsey Make Ken Dorsey look good by saying to Ken Dorsey, it's got to go through me, dude. It's got to go through me. I got to tell you, this is what works. This is what makes us comfortable. This is how we get into our rhythm. Look, you know, hey, you got to run the ball, especially in, but I I don't care. You need to beat the Broncos. Let's start there. Yeah. Okay. Can you do that? (sighs) Let's talk about it. 585-8664-FAN, 866-4326. Our guy Chris was there last night. Hey. Hey, What's up, Chris? Oh, nothing much. Uh, Just trying to dodge some raindrops and uh, traffic on the thruway at the moment. Yeah, be safe, buddy. Well, how was it? Tell us your thoughts. Oh, well, Gino, you are absolutely spot on. Catalana is spot on. Brasky is spot on. What I saw last night was... When Josh Allen was running, when he was a threat with his legs, with his arm, the reason why they drafted him, they drafted a completely raw quarterback that was considered a parody of a quarterback, and they turned him into a superstar, and now they are trying to take away everything that makes him special. And I can get why Bean and McDermott you know, want to do that, because they saw what happened with Cam Newton. And they don't want that to happen to Josh Allen, and I don't want that to happen to Josh Allen. But you gotta make, you gotta give Josh Allen the room to do what he does 
what made him special, what makes him special, what puts the fear of God into defenses, you have to let him be Josh. You can tell him, get out of bounds, slide, you know, be smarter with how you run, but run. Use your legs, use your arm. When he was doing that last night, they did that on four drives. The, first, the opening drive, the one that they came out uh, after halftime, the Dalton Kincaid uh, fumble, which that happened right in front of us. So I got a great view of that. And then the, the final touchdown drive, they let Josh be Josh, and they were not, other than the Kincaid fumble, they were unstoppable. And I know the one out of halftime, they only got the field goal out of that, which, yes, that was absolutely a face mask that should have been called. But that's neither here nor there. Overall, like when Josh is Josh, when he is doing what makes him special, there is no stopping this offense except ourselves. Yeah, Chris, uh, well said. Uh, appreciate you drive safe uh, back here on, uh, you know, anybody else was, didn't seem like there were that many Bills fans no. last night. I got to say, that tire stripe thing in the stands was pretty cool. Yeah, the last stripe night. out was yeah. cool. Stripeout was cool. Great atmosphere. We hear great things about Cincinnati fans, that they're classy, that they're you know good fan base. They're engaged. And, well, they were all there last night because there wasn't a lot of Bills traveling to that game for one reason or another. Um, the, the emotion of the game as well, DeMar Hamlin after the game, kind of taking a moment, spending some time on the field by himself. This is closure. This now, you know, you can't get over on this team, but the next time you face Cincinnati, you won't have this narrative this storyline hanging over the matchup who knows when that next matchup will be well <laughs> let's just play this out here all right uh rose colored glasses which we have in a studio here yeah, so, go ahead put those on yeah it's like okay these uh were for masterstroke yeah those are the masterstroke rose colored glasses oh my goodness i feel like hey, good nose i feel like masterstroke yeah. all of a sudden here like well uh, the dills are really they have the talent and they're going to be fine danger and we should really do our fireside chat with Master my Stroke. first dark horse he's not really a dark horse i think he's the favorite is Rory. The Bills will win the AFC East because you look at Miami and they haven't won anything. I'm doing my best master stroke impression. <laughs> and and the, you know, if you look at that, they would be the fourth seed. And when you're the fourth seed, you hit the fifth seed. And who would be the fifth seed? Well, that would be the best wild card. Oh, that would actually be the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, okay. Well, you know, the law averages say that uh, Buffalo will finally win and beat Cincinnati. I'm masterstroke here on the fan Rochester. I mean, it's funny to think that, that you know, that all the scenarios that can exist, that that is an actual plausible scenario, right? Like, you could see Baltimore winning the North. You could see the Bengals continuing to win and ending, ending up with the fifth seed, knowing that they can't win the North. Yep, and then you'll have the Bengals with a better record than the Buffalo Bills, and then people saying, why is this game in Buffalo? After all, Cincinnati won the division. Yeah, so this is the no apologies season. Okay? That's right. And if, do, do we remember? This happened just a few years ago. The Rams were a four seed. The Rams were terrible in November, yet they won their division, and all of a sudden click. And we're scoring points. Yay. Yep. And they, they made it the Super Bowl one. Yeah. Um, season's not over. It is not the end of the season. But you do need... I, I, I like what you're saying. And I do think Josh Allen needs to be that dude. He needs to be the guy that takes command and really... Re, like, 
He's a competitor. Yeah, of course. They're all competitors. He's not the kind of competitor that Diggs is. Like, you see Diggs takes it personally. Diggs is pissed. He's pissed off for greatness. Josh Allen needs to be pissed off for greatness. Yep. And for anybody, uh, I went on BetQL yesterday, and yeah. DJ asked me the question, is Sean McDermott's job in danger? Oh, he's fine. No, he's as safe as a kid. Yeah. Okay. But I will say this. If you have a, a year where you go out in round one, or dare I say, you don't even make the playoffs, well, then it's not like the band is all going to be back next year. So it's not going to happen. You would have one, if not two, new defensive coordinators. Well, every year it feels like with this organization. And maybe that's part of it, too. You don't have the kind of continuity that you had early in the Sean McDermott regime. You had Dayball for a handful of seasons before he he jetted out, and you're still learning well, how to it, manage with Ken Dorsey. If you still had Leslie Frazier, can we go down this road? Would Sean McDermott be focusing in on tempo and everything else that needs to happen on the other side of the ball? I would just like it if the head coach would focus on getting a challenge right. That is not time. that does not happen in Western New York. He's terrible at that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Seven of 29, right? 29 challenges, only seven. That's hmm. for his career? That's for his career. That's brutal. He, he's 0 for 2 this year. Hey, look, and at the end of the day, that timeout maybe doesn't win you the game. Oh, you have but to, you just blew a timeout at a costly time. Well, you could have used it. You, cert, you certainly could have used it. You have to do the risk-reward. What's the reward? Seven yards? Yeah. Seven yards. Okay, for a yeah. Sherfield reception, please. Um, yeah, the, the, it's a blame assessment Monday, so there's plenty of blame to go around. And and there's a lot that went wrong uh, last night in Cincinnati. Boy, you, you, you lose Terrell Bernard. Don't know when we're going to see him again. Is it a concussion? If it is, chances are we don't see him Monday night. We'll see how he clears. But you know, Tyrell Dodson out there, and just kind of off in pass coverage, not really knowing his assignment in the wrong gap in the run game. Um, not great. Not great. The secondary is starting to look slow. Secondary is beat up here. They're beat up. Yeah, that, that you you ended the game last night with Josh Norman. And Rasul Douglas. Uh, boy, I also think yeah. you end the game last night with Vaughn Miller not able to contain and Von Miller kind of looking foolish at the end of the game. And just a reminder that the Von Miller that the Buffalo bills employ is not the Von Miller that we all think Von Miller is. No. um, We were all hoping that, that you would see something, some sort of spark for the Buffalo bills to put him. I'd also question, you know, the coaching staff. What, why would you put Von Miller out there with a game on the line? If you know, that's like 30% Von. Now, uh, for as rough as the outcome was, and he did have a, a fumble late that was a costly fumble, but I, you can't put that fumble, I don't think you can put that fumble on Kincaid because it was just a really, really good defensive play. Uh, 10 catches, 81 yards. He's smooth. Yep. Fluid. You, yep. You hit fluid, fluid is the word. Yep. It's one of those, okay, you got something there. And I would also say, how long? why did it take you so long? It took an injury to recognize what you have in, in Dalton. Kinkai. Dawson Knox isn't, has Dawson Knox ever had a 10 catch game? No. Right. No, has not. Not even close. 
Um, look, they did a pretty good job containing Jamar Chase, but that came at the expense of T. Higgins and a couple of no-name tight ends finding their space in that zone defense, that variation of the Tampa 2 that Sean McDermott has been running his whole career. I'd love to see that freshen up a little bit, just from time to time. Anyways, um, and Dane Jackson was probably your best player on defense, which if Dane Jackson is your best player on defense, the defense That's isn't a having a great night. That's either, a right? problem. I guess uh, Jamar Chase kind of status is up in the air. He took a real hard tumble last oh, night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he came down hard on his uh, butt, and he's going to have a hard time walking. Uh, Collinsworth describing it as uh, he's not going to be able to roll. He's going to be rolling out of bed on Monday morning. Yeah, that was a, a tough play. But uh, Dane Jackson doing a good job with a, a bunch of uh, three, I think I counted, pass breakups. Uh, one on a deep ball and, and a couple that, you know, one that would have resulted in a touchdown. So uh, nice uh, evening for Dane Jackson. The Bills look to rebound Monday night, a week from tonight. We do. Uh, we will have that for you one week from tonight. And what we say is a must-win game. Uh, we have uh, lots happening in sports this week, including tonight. Did you know? The basketball season in college began today. Asking me if I knew. <laughs> yeah, so I, I forgot. You're Mr. FanDuel. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah. you know, come on. I've got, uh, yeah, you, got yeah. you, you want to know which game I'm, I'm, I'm playing tonight? This is, I'm not a degenerate. I swear to God. You know the game that caught my eye? And, and I'm going to, South Carolina women's basketball. I'm going to blame my friends at BetQL. I'm going to blame the guys like PJ. The guys that okay. f- look for value, they find value, they share the value that they find at BetQL.com. And I always go there and I tail these guys. I, I read what they have. Everything is presented. I'm like, that makes sense. I'm going to, you know what I'm doing? Oral Roberts plus one and a half at University of Texas in Arlington. That's the game I'm invested in tonight. Give me that game. Can you find that? ESPN Plus. Of course. Of course, Mike Danger can find it. ESPN Plus. Same platform as the Orange tonight. Who are the Orange got tonight? I'm not even paying attention to the Orange. How Whoa, terrible is that? Yeah, well, we'll have more coming up in shots okay. here, Mike Danger, New Hampshire. Oh, yes, that's right. I yeah, saw that. We, we have not talked any hockey, so we'll go over what happened this weekend, what's yeah. coming up. Um, another name in baseball saying, no, I'll be a free agent. We had some moves today we'll kind of go over as well. And the story... That led to Josh McDaniel's exit. Did you see this? This is reported by Jake Laser. I think it's fantastic that uh, that it ended this way. We'll get to a round of shots next in the sports bar. Last call coming up as well. You can join us on the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line 585-866-4FAN. 866-4326. The Sports Later, 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, 
like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fan Rochester Sports Update. Bills on the outside looking in when it comes to the playoff picture. The Bills falling on Sunday Night Football in Cincinnati. Head coach Sean McDermott on what's next. No, we've got to continue to, to coach and continue to play and play hard and, and um, find ways to win. That's what you do in this league. you got to find ways to win. And, you know, it starts up front on both sides of the ball, establishing the line of scrimmage, and we got to feed each other. Right? And, and, and now it's, it's too inconsistent. Week 9 wraps up tonight. It's the Chargers and Jets on Monday Night Football. The Arizona Cardinals announcing that Kyler Murray will return at quarterback this week as they host Atlanta. Baseball news. The Cubs fire manager David Ross. They hire former Brewers manager Craig Council. The Mets hire Carlos Mendoza. Mendoza was the Yankees bench coach. Gene Battaglia in the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan Rochester. The best local sports talk in the Flower City. One Bills Live in the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia. Weekday afternoons on The Fan, Rochester. I thought we got off to a really good start in a rhythm. Um, and then after that, it was tough sledding. And, um, and so um, that can't happen, right? I mean, against a good football team that scores, that's known for scoring points and a good quarterback, you got to be able to score points. And... Um, and uh, we didn't do it enough, obviously. All right, there's more Sean McDermott sound from uh, yesterday's post game as the Bills fall to the Bengals on <laughs> Sunday Night Football. Yeah, I get to uh, go on Bart Winkler's show at 620 tonight. Oh, Dave, good. So, like, and I'm sure it's going to be because I had the take with Bart just texting back and forth. You're the Buffalo Bills. Stop talking about complimentary football. Yeah. Stop it. Enough. You have a quarterback. Go score points. Right. You know what it is? It's because uh, I heard Mike Tomlin say the same thing. This was probably like drilled into their head when they both played a crappy William and Mary, right? Like, this is how we're going to win, boys. Complimentary football. It's all these guys know. And look, I get what they're trying to say. It makes complimentary football makes more sense to me than what they were saying earlier this season when Dorsey was talking about uh, conservative, not what was it? It was conservative, oh. not not scared or something. Yeah, it, it was some S- nonsense. Yeah. Smart, not conservative. That's it. Smart, not, not, not conservative. conservative. Does still still doesn't really make sense to me. But complimentary football, I get it. I get what they're saying. I think you're right that when you use that phrase, when you talk about complimentary football, it's because you're basically admitting that there's a part of your team that is a weakness that you have to pick up the part of the team that's weak. And in this case, I think it's the defense. You can't help it. The defense is beat up. So stop with this, though. Just go score points. 
That's the way you help your defense, not by holding on to the ball. I mean, that nine-minute drive against the Giants, that was might have been the worst thing that could have happened to the Bills. See, we can do that. You know, have a nice time-consuming drive. Yeah. Um, do we see man-to-man defense tonight? Beheim says he won't be at the game, but can we trust him? <laughs> These questions and many more as the Syracuse Orange tip off the season at the Dome against New Hampshire. Right? He, yeah, he's going to be out there, I would think. Adrian Autry making his debut as the head coach of the Orange. He was an assistant under Beheim since 2011. You're going to have to search this out tonight. ACC Network Plus or ESPN Plus, the tip at 7 o'clock. Okay. College, uh, college basketball is underway. Yeah. College basketball, the complement to baseball. One ends, the other begins. Very good. That's the way I look at it. Um, one of the most disappointing defeats for the Sabres happened Friday, but then perhaps one of the best wins of the season came the next night. Buffalo putting up six and winning Toronto on Saturday. It's a game where Buffalo lost the lead three times, but still came away on top. Alex Tuck, 7-12 remaining. Uh, that was the difference. Now comes another test tomorrow night. The Sabres playing at Carolina. Yeah, I like what they uh, did against the Leafs on Saturday. Did not like Friday at all, obviously. Friday, they looked like they were sleepwalking. And Friday, uh, I wasn't surprised that Philadelphia just had their number. Like they they just match up poorly against Philadelphia. And even though they beat Philadelphia earlier in the week last week, uh, they were dominated by Philadelphia. Philadelphia just kept their foot on the gas and the Sabres didn't have an answer. Toronto is Toronto, right? Like they're so wildly inconsistent. There's so much talent on that team. But I do love how they fought back and clawed back and, and found a way to win. And Boy, everything about that game to me was personified in Alex Tuck's empty net goal. Like, I'm going to find a way to get this past you with an empty net. I'm going to push it past this guy. I'm going to push it past this guy, and I'm going to go in and, and, and ice this game. That was that was awesome. I hope that carries into the game against Carolina. They need it. Tomorrow on the Sports World, we'll talk to Amherst head coach Seth Appert as uh, they had a few points over the weekend. This is an interesting week for them, Danger, because... Uh, they can't practice at the Blue Cross Arena. They're play- practicing at the Paul Lewis Arena, oh. which is right over there. Adam Sandler, Blue Cross <laughs> Arena. Well, really? They, well, there goes your ice. Yeah, yeah. You gotta. They used to play at the you know the Chuck Muncie Iceplex there, but we used to practice there. I don't know why. <laughs> did you just call it the Chuck Muncie? I, I did. I'm not going to call it. The it's a tip of the cap yeah, to uh, yeah. one of our regulars, Will. <laughs> yeah, who uh, listens to the show and wanted to name the Burgerplex, which we isn't even the Burgerplex. We don't even know what to call it anymore. The, the MCC the, Ice Complex. No, it's the Tim Hortons, whatever. Ah. The Tim Hortons like Iceplex. Yes. about the naming rights. Yes. But yeah, it's always going to be the Burgerplex, right? Uh, Atlantic Hockey uses a three-to-one scoring system. This is what all leagues should do. Three points for a regulation win, two points for a win in the shootout or overtime, one point. If you lose in the shootout or, well, and then no points if you get, you know, losing regulation. The RIT Tigers finished their four-game road trip, 11 of a possible 12 points. Nice. And now they are ranked. The new rankings come out. They're number 20. This after the sweep of Army, Mercyhurst comes to town Friday night and Saturday afternoon. Good-looking team so far this year. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. For the first time in his career, Joey Votto is a free agent. No surprise, the Reds, you know, because they're cheap, they decided not to pick up the $20 million option. Votto's 40 years old now. He posted a video to social media thanking Reds fans. He's Canadian. Fair mm. to think that he might want to give the hometown discount to the Jays. Votto, though, he he might not get any offers, though. 202 with 14 home runs in just 65 games this past 40. season. 40. That's crazy. Are you excited that Craig Council is the new manager of the Chicago Cubs? I I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. I mean, I, I kind of really like David Ross. I know that David Ross made a lot of mistakes 
as the manager of that team. But I love the idea of a guy who's still kind of fresh from his playing career, relating to a younger play, younger team. Um, he had some players this year. They kind of choked it away. So, I mean, I, I guess moving on from him doesn't shock me. Um, the fact that Council, a Brewers guy, that makes everybody up in Milwaukee angry, land in Chicago. Everybody thought he was going to go to the Mets. Well, how do you feel? Right, because the Mets thought that they were getting Council. I have no idea. Some of the Yankee fan has to fill me in here because Yankee fans really don't like Aaron Boone. They really don't like that coaching staff. So we got Aaron Boone's top assistant. Yeah. Yay. Not, not, Yay. not anything to be excited no. about. No. Yeah. I saw when I saw Bellinger opt out uh, of his deal, he's going to try and, and go make more money, I suppose. But um, uh, yeah, I will see what the Cubs are able to do here. Council is you know, like David Ross, but Council's probably an upgrade there. Yeah. Um, finally, what led to the firing of Vegas Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels? What? Well, this story, courtesy of Fox's Jay Glazer, before the firing, the Raiders had a team meeting where players uh, directed their frustrations at McDaniels and unloaded on him. McDaniels had Antonio Pierce then speak on his behalf, and Pierce brought up the Giants' 2007 championship team, the one that beat it, the undefeated Patriots, explaining how that team believed that they could beat anyone, and they went out and did it. And Pierce said the Raiders needed that mindset, and the players all loved it. <laughs> Except Josh McDaniels did not. McDaniels telling Pierce when everyone left, don't ever talk about the Patriots like that. Or got out and Mark Davis made the firing. I mean, it, it had to have been a bunch of different things, but that checks out with Josh McDaniels. I mean, I remember the Jay Cutler story. Right. That Jay Cutler was with Denver and McDaniels oh, yeah, gets yeah, hired yeah. and he has one meeting with McDaniels. One, one meeting with McDaniels, calls his agent, says, Get me out of here. I can't work with this guy. And and so hearing this kind of checks out. Like McDaniels, it it has to be so arrogant that he'll never learn from his mistakes. That, you know, don't ever talk about the Patriots that way. No. <laughs> Look, you have your whole staff has different backgrounds. That should be in jest. You should be vulnerable. If if you're if you're Josh McDaniels, yep, he's got a point. He's got a point. And I learned from that day where we were the favorites. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that never learned from his mistakes. Never don't talk about the Patriots that way. Right. Oh gosh. Well, they got theirs. Uh, they get the big win. The Giants are circling the drain. Man, this is an ugly, ugly scene uh, where Tommy DeVito. Looks to be your starter here heading into uh, week 10 with Daniel Jones tearing his ACL. His season is over uh, after a torn ACL there in Vegas uh, against that Antonio Pierce-led Vegas Raiders squad. And uh, before we get uh, to last call, last call at 866-4-FAN, 866-4326. Yesterday was the New York City Marathon. All right. Yep. And so our guy who's going to be in the U.S. Olympic trials, Joey Whalen. Joey Kipchoge. Yeah. Finished fifth amongst U.S. Oh, men. man. That fifth is at the New York Marathon. Fantastic. And now joining us from the Bronx Brewing Company. Where are you, Joey? In the Bronx. Bronx Brewing. <laughs> well, that's the way to kind of rehydrate. Nothing tastes yeah. better. The, the yeah, best yeah. tasting beer you will yeah. ever have is the beer you drink after a marathon. 
Here, here to that. <laughs> yes. Fifth, eh? Yeah, I was fifth. I was fifth American. Fifth American. So. How was it? Did you feel your best out there? I mean, like, walk, let us live vicariously through you running the New York City Marathon, Joey. Yeah. So I was actually, I'm, I'm very lucky I was to be in the pro field. So uh, we, we get buses to the start line, like coach buses to the start line. And, like, the security is, like, crazy, first off. It's like when we get on, our, before we even get on our uh, bus, there's like cop dogs on our bus, making sure there's no, uh, no trouble. Yeah. And then, and then we, we, we take the buses. It actually doesn't take as long as I remember. So I, I ran here back in 2019 and it took us a while, but, uh, it only took us like 40, like 40 minutes to get to, uh, Staten Island. No, I saw Monica out last week at Trivia. I know Monica's on the call here and she said last time you ran, and I don't even realize this, Fifth Avenue is uphill. How how did the, how did the last uh, couple miles work out for you, Joey? Yeah, I mean it was it was tough. I like tried to budget my energy well, uh, but I I I still bonked a bit at the end. Mm. But I I never I never got passed by anybody during the race. And it's funny. I I don't know if you watched The Bachelor, but there was Matt James from The Bachelor. Mm. Uh, he. They stagger him out before uh, all the pros, and I'm like I'm like running by myself, and I'm like, all right, fi- like finally I'm gonna start catching some people, and I, I I I'm thinking that he's like one of like the guys in the pro field, and I pass him, I go, this is Matt James, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dang, it's like I thought I, I thought I was gonna get another place, but yeah, it's, it's just funny, but it was it was good, I I did not get passed by anybody and finish 16th and be fifth American is a great accomplishment. So, okay. Make, make us mortals feel bad about ourselves <laughs> right now. Give me your pace. What was your, your pace per mile? So my, my, my overall pace today was five fifteen a mile. God. <laughs> and he, he, he bonked a little bit. He did actually fall off. So I, overall was five fifteen. So yeah. So my, 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 fir- <laughs> just to make us all feel a little my, bit humble. My, my first, my first 18 miles was like, Five oh five. Oh God! Wow. All right. What's next, Joey? Uh, Olympic trials. When? Uh, that's uh, fe- February fifth, I believe, in Orlando, Florida. All right. We're watching, Joey. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. have like a viewing party, sports bar viewing party. We're gonna set this up, and we're gonna be cheering. And then you know, when you get it done, then they'll have the call. When we go back to Joey's new hometown, of Rochester. Woo! I'm inspired. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do my best. To crack an eight-minute mile, my next run. I'm going to do my best and know that I'm still three minutes a mile slower than Joey Kipchoge. Congratulations, buddy. Great job. Yeah. I just got to survive the winter. Survive the winter, man. Keep doing it, man. Appreciate you checking in. Safe travels, guys. Yeah. Thank Thank you. you. Love those guys. That's Joey and Monica checking in from uh, the Bronx. I got asked to uh, announce their wedding. And now for the first time. Oh really? Yeah, and I'm like now I'm like. Oh, have you boy. done that before? I have done it before. Okay. Yeah. Have you done that? There's no I mean, I, on, I, right? I, yeah. when I was a kid, I used to DJ weddings all the time. But I don't know that I ever made. Well, I guess I probably did have to read the announcements. I kind of black out with that stuff. <laughs> like I don't really think about yeah. it. But it, yeah, that's uh, well, that's an honor. What an honor and a privilege. Yeah, that's Joey and Monica. They're the best. And Joey is super fast. The dude is a machine.
fifth American in the New York City Marathon. We're claiming him as our own. We're claiming him as our own, and we're going to be pulling for him to make the Olympic team. And I tease him by calling him Joey Kipchoge, even though that's not his real last name. Just feel like he's out there running like he's Elliot Kipchoge. He's like, uh, he's a machine out there. Fantastic news. Love that. Uh, All right. You know what? We that, are that, out of, that was last call. We're, we're out of time. I'm yeah. sorry, folks. That was last call. <laughs> but we will continue on the Bark Winkler show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we, it's good that you're going on because now at least we know who we're making way for, which, you know, we could spin a wheel and not really know. <laughs> but Bart is on tonight. Gino will be uh, stopping by the Bart Winkler show here in about a half an hour or so to, to talk more bills with Bart. Uh, that's coming up on the way next. Tomorrow... On the sports bar, as we do every Tuesday, Matt Perino joins us from the Syracuse Post Standard. We'll talk more Bills Bengals and look ahead to a week from tonight when the Broncos come to town. And Amherst head coach Seth Appert stops by for his Tuesday afternoon visit. If you missed any of the show, search out the sports bar wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find it all there. Danger and Bataglia on the fan Rochester. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Mike Danger for FanDuel Sportsbook, official partner of 95.7 The Fan. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So, Visit FanDuel.com slash Mike and kick off the NFL season with me on FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus and physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money late money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C. Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 